Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. This week's episode is titled, Did Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai Actually Die? Now obviously this is a Lagba Omer topic. Lagba Omer is the day of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai's death. And that in itself is a question. That in general on the day that we commemorate somebody's death, it's not a happy day, it's not a party day, it's not a most uplifting, uh, exciting, dancing music day. It's just a day where we talk about what was and we remember and we miss them. And Rabbi Shema Yochai's death, we turn into this unbelievable, exciting, one of the happiest days. We get the music out and we sing and we dance and we make bonfires. And we get together with people and we talk and it's called the Hilula of Rabbi Shema Yochai. It's like the joyous praise and song of Rabbi Shema Yochai. Why do we choose to do this on the day that he died? Isn't this seemingly a strange custom of ours and why is this day of his death considered a big deal a happy deal so we have to understand this topic it's a deep topic we'll, we'll scratch the surface obviously whenever we're talking about Rabbi Shema Bayerchai the author of the Zohar Kaddish you can call him almost the one who first revealed the concepts of Kabbalah esoteric wisdom Kabbalistic all comes from Rabbi Shema Bayerchai so let's go in to see some of his words and some of the scenes that took place on the day of his death and see if we can take from there, gather some clues to what it was all about and what he was trying to show us and what we are supposed to take from all of it today. So on the day of his death, in the Zohar Kaddish, there's a little section called the Idra Zuta. Now the, the Idra Zuta means the small gathering. The reason why it's called the Idra Zuta is because in the Zohar Kaddish there's another section which is called the Idra Rabbah. The Idra Rabbah is the large gathering. And that's much longer where he revealed a lot of things. The Idra Zuta is the small gathering where he it was his day of his death. And he was about to die and Reb Shema Bayechai knew this. And he gathered together his closest disciples, a very select few group of people. And he reveals probably from the, obviously I'm not familiar with this, but if you take a look at the general structure, it seems to be from the deepest Kabbalistic concepts that we have. He revealed on the day of his death. Now, we're not going to go into what he actually revealed, but we are going to talk about the scene and what he was saying before he revealed and what he said after he revealed and the words that he used as he passed on to a different world. And all this will come to explain, did Rabbi Shema Bayechai actually die or not? So the Idra Zuta starts off and it talks about that was the day that Rabbi Shema was going to leave this world and he was getting his words to tell his Talmidim he had his son, Rabbi Laza, was with him, Rabbi Abba. The other Chaverim were all there. The house filled with fire. There was a light, incredible light. Rabbi Shimon Bayechai started crying because Rabbi Pinchas Ben Yar was not there and he was waiting for him to come. We'll see later that he did come in at some point. And then Rabbi Shimon Bayechai makes a big deal about who could be in the room, who's not allowed to be in the room. He sent some people out. He said that Rabbi Abba... Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chia, they're all allowed to be here. Rabbi Yitzchak came. And then Rabbi Shema Bayechai started talking. Very beautiful, very uh, emotional. The words of Rabbi Shema Bayechai, and he knows that he's about to die. And this is his time where he's going to reveal from the deepest secrets of the Torah that were ever revealed. And he says like this, Amr Rabbi Shema. He says like this, Ha'ashda right now, Shaita Usuhu. It's a time of great rutzen. It's a great will, great desire. It's a very big time. I would like to go without any shame to the world to come. Shema Bayechai is expressing two things. 
Number one, that's an ace rut zone. It's a big time right now. It's a time of great desire from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from us. And then he says, I want to go to the world to come without any shame. Vahamilin Kadishin, and these holy words, the lo Galion at that I have not revealed until now. I would like to reveal them in front of the Shechina, in front of the Divine Presence. The Lo Yemrun, once again he says, in order that they should not say, they should not say that I left this world with anything negative, with anything bad. And I'm going to reveal this. He says, until this point, to me run All these concepts were totally hidden within the recesses of my heart. I was preparing them for the world to come. But now I'm going to reveal them in this world. And my purpose of revealing them is that I should go up to the next world without any shame. And then he continues and he says, this is the order. This is how it's going to go. And it's important to know exactly what he said. And we're going to see more about it later. He says, Rabbi Abba Yichtov. Rabbi Abba is the one who's been given permission and instructed to write down my words. Only Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Lazarburi Yilpi. Rabbi Laza, my son, he's going to be there, but he's not actually going to write. He's going to sit in front of me. The other Chaverim are just going to think about it in their hearts. Rabbi Abba got up. Rabbi Laza took his place. And they all take their positions. And then Rabbi Shimon clothed himself, it sounds like an Atalus, and he started saying, And he goes on and he talks about life and he talks about death. And then he goes totally way above our comprehension. And he talks, and it's the secrets of Kabbalah, more secrets, and more secrets, and all the different elements of the world, how everything is all one, and all the, the, the sephiros, and everything that we know, which is totally beyond our comprehension. Until Rabbi Shemabayachai gets to the very end. And you can almost call it that he gets to the landing point. And he's explaining how all these high levels start coming down into the world. And all these things that he revealed, they come into the world through the Beis HaMikdash. And specifically in the Beis HaMikdash, they come through the Kodesh HaKadash and the Holy of Holies. And then he says the words like this. They all come through the Kodesh HaKadashim, because the Pasuk says over there, Kisham Siva Hashem because over there Hashem commanded the blessing. The Bracha should come through the Beis HaMikdash, the Kodesh HaKadashim, Chayim Ad HaOlam, life forever. Now, Rabbi Abba said like this. Rabbi Abba said that he didn't complete saying the word Chaim. Rabbi Shema Ba'echai was saying the verse. He was saying the Pasuk. He died as he was saying the word Chaim. And Rabbi Abba looks up and he's waiting for him to complete the Pasuk and say the words Ada Olam. But we didn't hear him say anything. And we realized that Rabbi Shema Ba'echai had died. But the words that were on his lips as he was dying was the words Chaim. Incredible, if we think about it, the words Rav Shemayachai died with is life. He died when he was saying the word Chaim. And of course, there's deep significance to this, that he died by saying the word Chaim. We'll talk about more about Rav Abba and how he did not hear the words Ad Olam. Nevertheless, he wrote them. And the Baskal, a heavenly voice came out and said, Orach Yomim Chaim. Another Baskal, another voice came out and said, Chaim Shalom There was a whole deal with life because Rav Shemayachai died with saying the word life. And then it describes the scene of how there was smoke in the house and there was fire in the house and Rebelazo was got up and he was kissing him and they were looking the floor and they were crying and there was an incredible scene with Rebbe Shimon death. And they took him into a cave and they buried him and then there's a Pasuk that came out and said, Wait until Tchiyas Amesim. And this is the end of the Idra Kadisha. 
This is the end of the Idra Zuta of this gathering, the scene of Rav Shimon Bayechai's death. Obviously, it's way beyond our comprehension, but let's try and understand a few points. Number one, what does this mean that Rav Shimon Bayechai is saying? That I would like to reveal these secrets in order that I should go to the world to come without shame. What is it that if he would not have revealed, there would have been shame? And how by revealing these things, did he go up without any kisufa, without any great usa? What does this mean? We also have to understand why was it that he died with the word chaim? He died with the word life. What does this mean? What does this mean that somebody dies, which seems to be the opposite of life, and the words that's on his lips as he died is the word life chaim itself? So the concepts I heard from Ramosha Shapiro, the Chasadic Lebracha, I'm not saying it exactly the way he said it, he elaborated a lot, but I'm going to say it in the way that is coming to me and I'm understanding it this year, and it's based on the words that he's saying. The concept is like this. As a person goes through life, we become more elevated, and the plan is that we go higher and higher, and we're supposed to get to a point where we are so connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's such a deep connection. We're bound. We understand that we're part of the eternal picture to a point that it's truly impossible to leave existence. It's impossible for us to really die. Because death is an illusion. It's a concept where it looks as if the person is separated from existence. But when we, bound, when we bind ourselves in our lives, Sakharish Baruch with such a strong binding, with such strong glue, we become one with him. We become part of existence. The person can't really die. And what happens with death is just a temporary process. But the reason why we're going to come back with Chisa Mason, the reason why there's going to be resurrection, is because we never really died. The person has to become so connected, so elevated, so one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that it isn't really death. It's a temporary separation of body and soul, which is going to come back because it never really left. The Talmud teaches us that there's one bone in the body, the Luz bone that never dies, and from there the body will be rebuilt. And the concept is, is that the body never really dies. Because we become so connected through the Torah and through the mitzvahs that we do. That what happens to us is, is that we become part of the Yichud, we become part of one. We're part of this one eternal picture. And once we're part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's picture, there's no such thing as death. What Shema Bayachai was saying was that I've revealed, I've got to a point in my life where I'm at my highest point, where I'm ready to reveal I'm ready to bind myself. I'm ready to show the true picture of what life is, the true picture of what's going on in the world, the true picture of how it's really impossible to die. And what Shema Bayechai was revealing on this day was that yes, it looks like I died, and yes, physically, yes. Of course, Shema Bayechai died, and he went into the earth, and he was buried. But I'm going to explain to you the secrets of the Kabbalah where you'll see how we're part of an eternal existence and we don't really die because nothing can die when we're connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he says, if I don't reveal these secrets, then there's going to be a certain embarrassment. I'm going to come up there, not connected in as strong as possible way. And there'll be a certain shame because there will be a certain element of me that died. I'm going to reveal everything that was hidden in the recesses of my heart. When I do that, I'm going to become so bound with the Torah that I'm revealing, with the picture that I'm showing, that there's not going to be any shame in dying because I didn't really die. By revealing the Torah, by revealing the Kabbalah, by revealing Akadosh Baruch Hu's Yichud, His oneness, 
and by revealing how connected we are, how it's possible for a human being to get to the level of Rav Bayachai, where we could understand things which are so beyond the brain's comprehension. We could get them by Rav Bayachai revealing that. He's revealing that there's no shame in death, because death is just an illusion. Well, one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We become spiritual, we become elevated. We become a different existence. We're larger than life, we're larger than death. It's impossible to kill a Jew that's connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Rabbi Shema Ba'achai is saying that today is the day where I'm reaching the peak. And this is why we can call it a Hilula. The Hilula of Rabbi Shema Ba'achai. It's a celebration. But what do you mean? It's the day that he died. We should be mourning it. Because the revelation of Rabbi Shema Ba'achai's death was a revelation that there is no such thing as death. He took away the shame from dying. He says, I'm going to go up with that Kisufa and we're going to celebrate it. Because this is the day where he showed us how close we could become Dakarish Baruch Hu, How high a human being could reach. We could become way bigger than human. We could become like an angel. We could reach further than an angel. The secrets that he revealed in the Idra Zuta are beyond, beyond, beyond. And he did this on the day that he died. And with revealing this, he revealed the level of connection that we can reach. And when we reach that level, then there's no kisufa, there's no grayusa, because the person didn't die. And it's no wonder that the words that Rav Shemim died with is chayim, life. He died with the words life on his lips, because his death was a kiss of life, it wasn't death. He didn't die because life left him. He died because he became so davik, so connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Connected to Elohim Chaim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is called the source of life. Ki imcha makar Chaim. Ba'orcha nira ar. You are the source of life. And he became so close to the source of life that he moved to a realm of Chaim that's going to be Chaim Ad-Olam. That's going to be life forever. That was the revelation. And this is the celebration of Lag Ba'omer. It's the celebration of where we could reach. What levels of life we could reach that we could die without any shame. Because we're connected to Chaim. And these are the words that Arab Shema Bayachai died with. There's a fascinating question that they want to know. Rab Abba was told very clearly that you're the only one that's allowed to write down the words that Arab Shema Bayachai is revealing at the Idra Zuta. And he was only allowed to write down the words that he heard. Now, like we mentioned before, Rab Shema Bayachai died with the word Chaim. He did not complete the Pasuk with the words of Ad Olam. The Pasuk is Kishom Tziva Hashem Sabracha Chaim Ad Olam. But he died with the word Chaim like we explained. He did not say the words Ad Olam. Nevertheless, Rabbi Abba wrote down in the Idra Zuta Chaim Ad Olam. Life forever. And it seems to be that he wrote words that Rav Shemim Ba'achai did not say. Rav Shemim Ba'achai ended with Chaim and he did not say the words Ad Olam. How was it that Rav Abba was allowed to write in the Idra Ad Olam even though Rav Shemim Ba'achai didn't say it? And what Rav Moshe Shapiro explained, so incredible, unbelievable. He explained that Rav Shemim Ba'achai did not say the words Ad Olam in words, but his death in itself was the biggest way of saying that Chaim Olam. Chaim Olam means that life is forever, that we don't die, that this Tchis HaMesim. The way that Rav Shema Bayachai died, if anybody would have seen that, and Rav Abba saw it, and Rav Belaza saw it, they merited to see that he didn't die a death. He died because he got so close to the source of life that such a person is going to be part of the eternal picture at Olam. And the essence and the scene of his death in itself was the biggest statement 
of Chaim Adolam, right? And he wrote it because Rav Shimon didn't say it in words, but he said it with his death. Because his death was a kiss of life. His death with the words of Chaim was the biggest revelation possible that there's no such thing as killing life. Life is out of Olam. Life is forever. And this is the ending of the Idra Zuta. Where HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, go, go to the end. Rest. Get up to your lot. You're going to get back up. If somebody merits such a level where the death is where the words Chaim, but there's no shame in their death because they're so connected, they're so alive. The day of our death is not the lowest point of our lives. It's got to be the point where the most alive, it's not alive the way we translate life. What real life is, connection, the day of death has got to be the celebration of our lives. It's got to be the most alive day that we have. Chaim Ad Olam and Abba wrote down forever because seeing his death was the biggest revelation of Chaim Ad Olam. This was the revelation of the Idra Zuta. This is what Rav Shemabayachai taught us. And this is what we celebrate on Lag Ba'aymah. That a Jew can connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu so strongly that he can't get rid of us. We cannot die. Yes, temporarily we die. But the essence of a Yid, we're part of the picture forever. Our life is Chaim. Our death is Chaim. Everything is out of Olam. We're going to come back because we never really left. This is what Rav Shemabayachai revealed. This is Lag Ba'aymah. It's a celebration of death because it's a celebration of death, which never really died. So getting back to our title, did Rabbi Shemabai really die? Physically, yes. Spiritually, he didn't die. He's the most alive person that exists. To the point where he died with the words Chaim, and Abba was able to write, Chaim Olam, life forever.